0: Start recording our own copy as well uh hello here we are
1: all right streaming right yes. also
0: yes we are streaming
1: ah welcome to episode two of season one of our new season of uh oas info service um your host assessing tierra with Willy boy, Willy boy and you special guest recurring guest frankie
0: frankie, frankie.
1: thanks Frankie, for being on you know I mean? Uh, say a little bit about yourself. You've shared a little bit about our background, so just if you want to say something.
2: Uh, well, thank you guys for having me on, first and foremost. I'm excited to exchange ideas and hear what you guys have to say. I usually don't do uh, these kinds of podcasts, so um, new territory for me, but exciting nonetheless. Uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, I am a Chicagoan born and bred, except for the four years that I was away for undergrad. Um, so college boy. Yeah. Yeah. Call Chicago, my home, uh, proudly from around here, uh, Southwest side of Chicago. Um, and now I'm happy to be, you know, able to work at a school and help the kids in the community that I grew up in. So that sounds kind of corny. I know, but, uh, we're out here doing it. that's awesome Yeah, we are honored
0: to have you on the show thank you 100% thank you yes yeah you yes. actually
1: talk about very shady people and uh, what not to do with your lives so <laughs> very much uh, you are someone we encourage people to yeah. follow, follow you want to show
0: steps. the youth the right way yes. by showing them the wrong way yeah now yeah you've done all research about uh, about our topic today our topic you?
2: today a little bit yes I can like you said I'm a, uh, familiar with the Google machine. So, uh, didn't know too much about uh, BDT or any of this stuff before. Uh, Jose had mentioned it to me, but uh, this uh, BDT is currently run by a guy named Byron Trott. Uh, Byron Trot, a Midwestern boy himself. I believe he's from Missouri. And uh, interesting link that I found was that he uh, went to both undergrad and he got his MBA from the University of Chicago. So... Uh, the Lynx...
0: University of... U of UFC, UFC, right? UFC, yeah.
2: He went to the Booth School. The Austrian School of Cheese. The, the boot School of Business. <coughs> so his local ties and connections uh, are pretty deep. Um, he was a uh, stockbroker for gold, uh, Goldman Sachs yeah. for the better part of 20 years before jumping over and doing his own thing at BDT. Um, and it looks like he's advised some of the... Uh, Heavy hitters again, locally and, and nationally. I was uh, the Wrigleys, right? So he, he, he advised on the sale of the Wrigley Building. Um, we know about you know his partnership, obviously with Illuminati's, which is the big one, right? You the, could it's... say
0: he's a friend of Luminati. Yeah,
2: you you, you could say that. Yeah, definitely. He's <laughs> friend a, of
0: the Illuminati. Speaking of friends in, in high
2: places, uh, he's uh, Warren Buffett's most trusted banker. He's the plug. Yeah. He's the plug. Yeah, a lot of uh, local ties, <laughs> and. Uh, we're seeing that now, right? With uh, the expansion of Lou Malnati's and, and other uh, businesses that we've we've mentioned like Caribou Coffee and Pete's Coffee too. A lot of coffee, I guess. Yeah, it's uh...
1: we need, well, you know, it's all preliminary research. Um, both of you guys have done more than me, so I'm curious to learn a little bit from you guys, but also learn as uh, so we do some deeper research. But we've maintained a kind of theory that a lot of these small business cliques and clans revolve their business around the real estate. And that that location building and tying those to the local politics is ultimately what they share, and resources. So that's why Caribou Coffee is kind of like, you know, it's weird to see them, um, you know, uh, around places and compete with Starbucks, um, like uh, it's like the local, it's the local gang, it's the local clique, and they have a one up um, different locations here. Um, what you call it, a uh, you you researched wait you researched uh, that they had also uh, Einstein bagels yes and Krispy Kreme was Krispy Kreme, Kreme. That's, what was. Yes. that's what it was that's what it was so it's also pastries I wonder if they all share uh, a source uh, manufacturer I guess that's where I'm going at
0: yes that's really interesting yeah I think we we could hopefully spend a few episodes like developing the web. Uh, the only thing I'm gonna say further is, as as uh, introduction, I think that you both covered it quite a lot, is uh, that if you think about like the real estate and whatnot, and these small businesses and stuff that w- in some of our earlier episodes we kind of talked about this previous time when these you know businesses they just hired uh, uh gunmen to go shoot it out with their competitors and stuff, and it doesn't seem that way, these days. At least on the surface level, you know, but it's kind of like, uh, yeah, Lennon talked about this thing called a palimpsest, which is like, it's like an old document and you just erase stuff and then you write in the new stuff. But ultimately, it's the first original document that is really governing stuff. And uh, so when you think about these small business tyrants, how they control people's time, how they control, you know... Uh, they just tell you your schedule each week and you just have to make it work or die, you know? And uh, you think about this guy, he's, he's mixed up with uh, Goldman Sachs that uh, hired on uh, this the guy we hate from Breitbart, uh, whatever his name is. They hired this dude on hmm. and just to do whatever he wants all the time and do all these weird suspicious deals all over the world, mm-hmm. renting castles and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, he trashed some apartment, he rented like a house and then they like, they dissolved the bathroom in acid or something. And there's all these weird burns all over the place. Mm. That this guy's a real sicko, so. (laughs) Sounds like it. Yeah, that's Goldman (laughs) Sachs' boy. What what was his name again, the Breitbart boy? Steve Bannon? Steve Bannon, yeah, Steve Bannon came out in a lawsuit. So, uh,
1: I I didn't see,
0: BDT Capital didn't come up in any lawsuits when I Googled on the Cook County clerk. Mm. But we might need to do some more sophisticated Googling. Wish, speaking of wish, you know, let's go on to that phase of the show. Let's bring up the internet browser. Sounds good. Let's see what we can find. It's fun.
2: <clears throat> Fishing for Facts. That's
0: what we do here. That's a good
2: name for this part of the show. I think. Oh, yeah, that's the other big one I forgot. He's in bed with the Pritzker's.
0: Oh! right yeah so this dude is like selling the wrigley tower naming rights and stuff yeah so he's in bed with everybody
2: everybody Mm. all the big the big fish here Hmm. i mean yeah pritzker
1: president pritzker oh my god all
0: right here we go uh window We got the Google machine up. Uh, where to fast. first? Well, mm-hmm.
1: oh, you said no lawsuits.
2: Uh, uh, it it's really hard to find like a main page for BDT themselves too. Yeah. Oh well, we, we read
0: like- part of their homepage last time.
1: And um we found them through the Illuminati's uh sunshine uh page.
0: Yeah, so here's a this was like kind of mind blowing to me. So uh, Illinois Sunshine. The only uh political contribution of uh BDT let's see, BDT Capital Partners LSC. Two donations. Oh yeah. Uh, maxing out to the friends of Edward R. Edward M. Burke. Wow. Spooky. And these are the only, like, the only donations wow. ever. Wow.
2: That's strangely relevant to local. Mm-hmm.
1: A local aldermen.
0: It's funny what you do with a little bit of money,
1: huh? right? <laughs> like,
0: why? Why would they only donate to like the most corrupt guy ever?
1: Fifteen hundred dollars, like nothing, too, but. From their official LLC, you know.
0: It's like, okay, they have $26 billion in capital that they're managing, I said. Mm-hmm. So 50, I guess that's like if you had like $26, which maybe we're all a bit more familiar with, that would be like a fraction of a penny.
2: Yeah. Reform for Illinois Sunshine. Yeah. Interesting.
1: That's website's awesome. Yeah. So Very nice.
2: So, and
0: Alderman Riley, Citizens for Alderman Riley. Yeah, what's with that guy? There well, let's what? look up this guy's uh, Byron Trot. There you go. So we have the CEO's name now.
1: Oh, Ron Emanuel.
0: Hey. Okay, we've got two Rauner. pages oh. of political donations.
1: Yay, so
0: much fun. Bill Daley for mayor. Of course. This is like a hundred K.
1: Damn, oh, not messing around. Okay, good name, call. <laughs> good job I think finding that name.
0: Uh, well, Citizens how- for Ronner. Mm hmm support independent Rauner. maps. Okay, that sounds extremely suspicious. What is support? That sucks to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So he's
1: got all his bases covered, huh? Yeah. The reform and the old school old card and the opposition. Damn.
0: Okay, so this is a ballot initiative committee that they I guess they tried to start. Uh Oh, it,
1: yes. This is that was an anti madigan thing that helped Rauner. Yeah, That's right.
0: 50,000 for support independent maps, mm-hmm. is there any? Are there other donors? Oh yeah, there's a lot of donors. Wow, all heavy state. hitters in all state local insurance. politics. Oh, the McCormick
2: Foundation. Wow,
0: McCormick, the McCormick who started the Chicago Wait. Tribune was called the Colonel John Madick, and he was involved in the shooting war with uh, Hearst. Wow. Gather Illinois, Lester Crown, Canal Partners, Media, Illinois Manufacturers Association. That's something to look into, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it, that's bad. The any of these manufacturers associations, they were uh, like fascist groups that like sent representatives to meet with Hitler. Oh God! To be like, how can we do these great things you're doing? <laughs> oh my God! Better so, in America.
1: CWA, huh? Or who was that? Or oh,
0: one the dude who was It Makes a lot of sense
1: though. the like, union brothers and sisters.
0: Man. Spooky. Oh, what? There was some union group. Okay, so no. Byron Trot, along yeah. with Michael Krasny, Christopher Galvin, mm-hmm. Michael Kaiser. These these are all people we should look up. What their relationship Kaiser. is yeah. to Byron Trot. I agree. But uh, maybe we could just read some of these articles on the air that we found previously.
1: Yeah. Uh, what did you guys? You guys.
0: Uh, I think I just went... The top few Google results were uh, pretty good, I thought. Uh, So, uh, what do we got here? Uh, I mean, this is... It it would be cool to dig into their financial documents. But almost... I think the next step might be to try to map Byron Trott's web of political donations and try to come up with some picture from that. Because that seems like that's going to give us the big picture yeah, and then somehow look online how to request because uh, they have to send reports to the public if they have if they're publicly traded they have to send like annual reports that mm. are I think publicly available, but they should have some kind of public facing annual report. I mean I think that if it was a real bank, they would do that, and uh, if it's like a moth like only a, like a mafia bank doesn't have any like. Mm public uh, overview of its activities or whatever
1: alright um, well you want to go back and see what's in his second page sure yeah we have... well of
0: course you gotta give uh, 30 grand to Chicago for Rahm um, Emanuel gotta pay the piper right yeah citizens for Rauner?
2: Riley again Emanuel a couple times
0: maybe we should someday just go over also like just how bad Rahm was
2: yeah he was bad. He was very bad.
0: Like he tried to like crush Chicago. Like he's he was he is kind of the force behind closing all these schools and, and whatnot.
1: In a lot of ways, yeah.
0: Like like a real like uh, you know burn the village to save it or something like counterinsurgency.
1: And a very critical time in our in our history came in and just wrecked. Stuff. Blagojevich. Look at him cover his bases. Blago. 500 bucks. Friends of Blago. <laughs> That's
0: how you know Blago's a, yeah. a good lad. Maybe 500 bucks gets you far with Blago. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Two-party system Inc. pack? Tea Ooh. party system Inc. pack.
2: Citizens for Claypool. A cool $12,000.
1: Wait, who is Claypool? Uh, he was the, the CPS CEO at one point? Yep. Oh, my God.
0: So you can, I mean, and so if, if, like, you think about it, like, what they, like, it doesn't really make sense to donate to a bunch of Republicans and Democrats from the perspective of your uh, uh, blue-pilled, you know, <laughs> MSNBC viewer. But it's like, what does he want to get? He finds a politician that will get it and gives him money. Yeah. And that makes sense, you know, from the point of view, I think, of uh, a working class person in Chicago who sees this kind of thing go on everywhere. Yeah. For a long time. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. What is this? Uh, this to support candidates who share the ideology of our organization. I, I mean, I'm assuming this. Uh, oh, Pat. Who's Pat? Okay, so here's uh Pat Ryan. You ever Patrick heard of that person? Ryan. He's kind of ring I feel like he's run for
2: public office here. A couple times.
0: Not related to Paul Ryan, I assume. I hope not. Ryan Enterprises Group LLC. I feel like a wild Zell, same. So, like, this is cool though because t- we just have a list of this guy's friends. Yeah. And if we find what their businesses are, we should be able to. Who was the governor before
2: Blago? Um, was that George? Ryan? George Ryan. Is Patrick Ryan related to George <gasps> Ryan?
0: Well, okay, let's go to the. That's nice. I mean, Good
1: family. This time. The family dynasty. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Patrick Ryan is CEO and founder of Chicago based Ryan Specialty Group. Hmm. A, a business, the company I never, ever heard of, but which I, I imagine is pretty. Uh, oh, it looks like George Ryan. Shit. Number 284 on the billionaires. Oh, so damn. No. Pathetic. He's out of his price range. Uh, he's CEO and founder of Ryan's Specialty Group. Like, what the hell does this business do?
1: It's a specialty. group.
0: <laughs> like, whatever you want.
1: You're pretty much. Chicago. Whatever
0: you need, we got it. You? Ryan, so he started an insurance company. There's this thing in the conspiracy community online where they're like the real key to understanding like the hidden hand is like in the insurance companies.
1: Well all stay we were just talking about their giant campus and amazing uh, like business model, which I think that you're in good hands, but they might be nefarious players too. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. You always gotta yeah. be the devil's advocate. I, I no, say. I just
1: you know like they they have that buzzwords <laughs> don't want to get sued. Oh so yeah, I mean are they like secretly the force that's destroying all of society and that you know crushing the soul of mankind? Maybe. You know, but you know, I don't know so that. what is
0: this campus? What is the nature of this?
2: It, Allstate has like a massive, like college campus, like campus for their, you know, their headquarters in North Suburban Chicago, and it's just sprawling. It's massive. They've got a daycare on site. They've got like softball fields for their employees on site. they It's it's crazy. I had I've been up there myself, and I didn't realize they were based in Illinois, but. It was.
0: It like a company town or something.
2: Yeah, pretty much, almost a little bit smaller. It wasn't as big as a town, but it was enough where you literally had to drive from one end to the other. Like it was gonna take you a while to walk, yeah. for sure.
0: Company compound.
2: Yeah, and I, I think they're trying to pack it up and move out of town. But mm. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of movement happening
1: in the finance world. That'd be nice to understand. A lot of that kind of stuff in the northern suburbs.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's wild, dude. And you were there, like you were on the ground checking it out.
2: Yeah, I was on the ground in the in their daycare center dedicated to their employees. So.
0: All right. Let's not say too much. You don't want to get (laughs) doxed. No,
2: I wasn't doing too much in there, but uh, yeah. No, I was. I was on there. It's very like heavily guarded and everything too. So it does make you wonder about the nature of (laughs) insurance. Yeah. It's a powerful. The,
0: the I, Knights of Columbus started as an insurance company. What? They were like an insurance for the immigrant Irish because I guess they couldn't just go to a regular insurance company. So you join the fraternal organization uh, and they pay for your burial if you die. Wow. Which seems like.
2: The Knights of Columbus sounds like a pretty cool name for an insurance company, you're not going to lie.
0: Well, they're also like this kind of revanchist political group. Oh yeah,
2: based off of Christopher
1: Columbus' colonial exploits.
0: Yeah, the password to their meetings is either Christopher Columbus or this, uh, the name of this weird Irish guy who is a privateer that they also admire. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So Patrick Ryan, I guess, is a CEO of a company, and he wanted to run for governor. He's been he's been
2: popped up on several of those lists along with our friend Trot here. Yeah. Uh.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and donating to other candidates is kind of like being a podcaster. You got to cross promote. Yeah. The ballot initiative committee, I mean, this, I mean, it sounds like pretty much this was to gerrymander something. Yeah. They wanted to amend Article 4 of the Constitution of the State of Illinois Hmm. to provide for an independent commission to redistrict legislative districts, the representative districts. So, again, this goes to
1: trying to take away the remapping because the. This was—they were getting ready for 2010. I mean, 2020, the census and the redistricting, and the remaps, and that's where Madigan draws his power from, drawing the maps in favor of like the Dems.
0: Yeah, um, and, and Mac- the Allstate Insurance Company is really wrapped up in this. Oh wow! Uh,
1: Illinois is still a base of power for State Farm, and it's actually more like a State Farm state than Allstate, even though their headquarters is here. So maybe they had a lot riding on this.
2: Well, gentlemen, my ride right is here. So. Okay. Ah. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. It's been brief, but thank you for inviting
0: me. Thank you for coming on. Thank you guys.
2: Appreciate your uh, hospitality. We'll really appreciate it, and uh, look forward to coming back on soon. Cool man. Yeah. Be in contact. We'll see what we uh, talk about for next time, or if we continue with this. But we'll coordinate. We'll see what's up. Sounds great. Thank you. Be safe out there, y'all. Thank you guys. For sure. You too. Stay safe. Good luck, and see you guys soon. All All right. right. Can and just go right back down the stairs, right? Yeah. will be All right, That's interesting. Will do. All right,
0: boys. All right, later. Bye. Okay. And then number two. Well, here we are. So, this is, uh, I feel like we made some discoveries even. Yeah. Just by exchanging ideas about uh, Allstate Insurance Company and whatnot.
1: I mean I, I I think that uh this I like this exploration because we are trying to always keep circling back to why are we doing this exploration in the first place and that's capital's grip over our material world and everyday life. Um and the agents of you know, this capital and uh and then working in their own self interest to ensure that kind of status quo. So just trying to like light that up. I feel like um the target has always been Chicago and the people that don't have capital here, which is most of our 3 million population, and how you use their time and their minds and their brains and their labor towards the ends of these type of investment firms. Um, the one thing that stands out right now for me is that out of all these names, the, the one that has not achieved executive office. Uh, um uh elected office was forest claypool
0: forest claypool
1: yeah the citizens for claypool and claypool's background in cps ceo suggests to me that the goal has again this is part of the group that is looking to privatize chicago public schools Because Sounds like Deadpool. That, <laughs> does actually but it frees up um the train the early childhood tra- uh, labor training down towards you know what they want it th- to be doing, not something and for the general public good, but yeah. uh, you know something that works towards their. own. Well, I th- I
0: think it's a bit like the. Um, oh wait, this is supposed to be I think that's supposed to be a little bigger. Uh, I think it's something like the whole you know the University of Wisconsin fight. Do you remember this? Don't. How th- in University of Wisconsin they were. Uh, they were kind of. Uh, Oh, uh, this visual stream might be messed up, but audio will be fine. Oh, I'll shut up about it. In the University of Wisconsin, <clears throat> they were uh, changing the name of the mission statement from, like, to enlighten Wisconsin to, like, to provide for the workforce training of Wisconsin. Mm. And there was, uh, like, an Occupy-style movement at the Capitol.
1: That's awesome. I do remember that, though. Yes. Um, yeah, it's always been the goal. Yes, I, I like where it's explicit in places like Wisconsin, probably Missouri, Indiana.
0: Well, like you know, Ozark is in. I mean, that kind of like when they when Frank said he's from Missouri, Missouri. If uh, mm-hmm. Ozark is from Missouri, mm-hmm. it's kind of like is there is there a hint here? Is there like the secret? Some mm-hmm. kind of Hollywood insider trying to hint to us about
1: well I think that's just it's also
0: I am a hot, hot, I am imagining that a Hollywood insider might be hinting that uh speculating hmm. that a Hollywood insider might be hinting that Byron Trot equals Marty bird well but I didn't say that I, I imagined that someone said that
1: okay It's it a fictional scenario could be that you know the audience for ozark started as insular capitalists that will keep the show funded and moving and they had to riff on stuff that they're are familiar with and like like dealing with the cartel and buying a bunch of drugs to turn into pharmaceutical stuff for them
0: and like being like what did you do for this family yeah yeah so maybe i'm a psychopath who spends all my time driving around but i care about my family i mean that's real shit all right, that's wall. You want to check out what's going on with Claypool?
1: Yes, this one's for Claypool. Again, the privatization of Chicago Public Schools. Also, we already mentioned the Manufacturing Association.
0: Oh, yeah, the Illinois Association of Manufacturers. That was named by George Seldis as one of the uh, organizations that helped organize the business plot. Oh, man. And that, uh so what's this guy's name? Ken Claypool. Forrest yeah. Claypool. Forrest Claypool, yeah. Uh, so he grew up downstate. This guy's like uh, the parks guy. district, okay. Executive Chief Executive Officer of Chicago Public Schools from 2015 to 2017. So this would have been when Rom was removed. Uh
1: yeah. He was during Rahm's time. He was, the, I mean, basically the guy that oversaw the school closings.
0: Key member of Barack Obama's campaign's media team. Awful. Longtime partner of David Axelrod.
1: Awful. University of Chicago boy. Chicago boys. The Chicago boys. The
0: Chicago boys.
1: Here they are. He boys. lives in Lakeview. Awful. No, there's good restaurants there. Uh,
0: he lives. He lives close to where I live. Yeah. If I mail run run to him. David Axelrod. Tell him I said hey. will know what it means. I'll tell him you said hey, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, This guy, I don't know that much about him. You I, don't? I keep hearing... Well, yeah, maybe you know a lot more about him. He grew up in the same apartment complex as me. Whoa. In, in Stuyvesant Town, Peter Cooper Village. Whoa. Uh, so, yeah, tell me about David David Axelrod. Oh,
1: he's just uh, the, the big brainiac in the obama operation the the know-it-all talk-it-all sensible voice of like this is why we have to destroy libya forever kind of guy um, yeah i know the
0: Chapo boys hate him he does his
1: little podcast show over at the university of chicago influencing all like the diplomatic students out there what? to like thinking that he's a reasonable john stewart type when he's like like this you know
0: that's like that's yeah. wild, cause it's like they're targeting their propaganda. They're they popping know, up their own media.
1: they exactly, they know what they're doing. What we're doing, you know. But they have, you know, the University of Chicago's yeah. creepy little colonial history to riff off and build on. So that's a lot.
0: Wow, we we should like uh, like I don't know, like uh, react won. to their podcast. Oh like, yeah, we should. Inter I mean, well, not interrupt the recording. That's not nothing. We would ever premeditate. Yeah with. no. But well, you know, if it happens, maybe you know.
1: No, I would want to go. i just check it out, to be honest. But
0: I would go there and check it out. Maybe if, if he's not too much of a coward to have a Q and A.
1: Yeah, I mean, actually, he did have John Stewart on. It was pretty good. He has good people on.
0: John Stewart. You hate. Is, you gotta hate on everyone. Why? John's. I mean, I loved John Stewart. There was a point where I started watching like the Daily Show daily. Yeah. Like I wake up in the morning and watch the Daily Show and be like, God, the Republicans. <sighs> unbelievable i can't believe they're they're still at it
1: also the media just being terrible they're
0: such hypocrites the media when are you gonna do your job right that's true yeah but it's not uh john stewart is is part of the psyop since he's associated (laughs) to this guy david axelrod wow like why why would he go on i mean we could watch his i guess i have to watch the appearance before i'm not going to prejudge yeah
1: Well, I mean, David Axford was trying to talk him into doing something during the 2016 election. He was just like,
0: dude, you're done for. You're doomed. And he was right. Okay, no, this is not Tea Party System Inc. This is Two two Party System Inc. Which is weird. Why do you want the two party? You see, terrible idea. The committee purpose is to support candidates who share the ideology of our organization. What is their ideology? Two Party Inc.?
1: Should we Google Two Party Inc.? Dan Duffy? Let's
0: Google Dan Duffy. Yeah. Hmm. Judy McGarvey This was founded in 2010. Wow. Well, so is is the ideology of this organization that we should just switch off uh
1: between the Oh, ten- she
0: so Judy McGarvey is the office manager at Ryan Enterprises Group. Wow. Which is the group which is uh so this person, I mean I think uh I'm I'm not going to assume uh Hmm. anything about their, you know, intellectual, uh, you know, commitment to the two parties systems, Inc. ideology. All right. Uh, I don't know if they're like a real supporter, true believer, or they were instructed by, uh, what's this guy's name? Ryan. What, what's Ryan is he? Pat, Pat Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. This Patrick. Okay. So That was on page two of Byron Trott's donations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Citizens for
1: Claypool. Terrible Resistance man.
0: For Claypool. Wait, where is the... How do we find Patrick Ryan?
1: Yeah, you switch from Claypool
0: to Rob. Oh. oh, is that... That was from this thing. Okay, yeah. Patrick Ryan donated $325,800. Yikes. Uh, Ryan Enterprise Group. Zell Samuel. So it's the, it seems like the donors are... So who's Dan? Maybe Dan Duffy is more of an in a position of trust. Well, there you go. Dan oh, D- yeah. Il, Republican member of the Illinois Senate. Ew. This has got to be the right one, right? Like,
1: the grossest part of the Republican Party.
0: Ugh. I mean, okay, so this guy's a Republican. He's the chair. Fox
1: River Grove.
0: Oh, he man. announced he would not be... He just didn't run again. Mm-hmm. After 2015? Oh, what's Fox River Grove? It's just one of those, like, townships. McHenry County. Awful place. That's where they have a big ice detention facility. Mm -hmm. That's quite inhumane.
1: I mean, it's just a terrible place.
0: Cuba Township? Mm. What is the origin of that name? Mm. Cuba, Illinois? Ugh. It was founded in eighteen thirty seven. <laughs> the two rival towns of Centerville and Middleton merged. The new town was named after the island of Cuba. Is that that's gotta be uh related to like filibusterism somehow.
1: Eighteen thirty seven?
0: Yeah, that would be the heyday of the filibusters.
1: Oh my god, yeah. Whoa. Spooky, full circle. A ninety
0: eight point four five percent white town.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, wow Hispanic
0: or Latino of any race were 0.56% of the population
1: Cuba (laughs) Oh wow, that's gross
0: Alright, so this, I mean this is a, I am, I I feel comfortable calling it This is like some kind of fascist or proto-fascist group
1: That's like all of McHenry County, that's just how people live there I shouldn't say that, but look at what their townships are named.
0: I'm I'm not trying to like start some kind of ethnic strife in the Illinois suburbs. Okay,
1: I mean start or finish. All right, <laughs> that's cool. So, Actually, I'm
0: with it now. Okay,
1: but no, I mean like I also I we have, I want to be cognizant that this is episode uh, two or three of our Spotify series. You can catch some of our older conversations on YouTube where we go in depth about the filibuster movement. As basically uh, oh. people being tr- uh, paid and patronized by different entities, business and uh, religious, to go and just be trolls abroad and basically stop for slavery. <clears throat> A, an almost religious, fanatical um, approach to deriving the right of the world, material world and society um, by advocating for slavery as the baseline for all of life, economic and social
0: yeah, so we hope, that, yeah, we hope that these episodes work audio only. We may uh, release season zero audio only. I'm mm-hmm. hoping to get that done sometime soon. That'd be cool. But exactly what you said. What Jose said is not like like his, uh, you know, lib, uh, backwards reading of history. We like went through the books by... It's called a
1: lib and leave, let it go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, like, I'm saying <laughs> you're God. not
0: a lib. You're not a lib because <laughs> okay. we went through and we read the words of william walker right sorry and he just spelled it out that like slavery is the only way to resolve the contradictions of capitalism that you need to have a a slave class and then you'll have the masters and then you'll have their hangers-on in the you know who are their gunmen and and uh you know lackeys and whoever else you know yeah and that's their vision of society that's the fascist vision of society Mm -hmm. and uh it's like
1: a advocation for like the spanish caste system across the americas uh, um actually
0: uh it was it was that the problem was that the spanish mixed race too much so all of the Mm -hmm. spanish descended people have to be in the slave class that was what basically they were about
1: yeah much harsher lines there was less blurring Mm -hmm. gross so like yeah um and that's kind of what's still at stake. That's kind of what's still going on. I mean, like we we touched upon like current events in Ukraine, but any kind of genocide of like an impure people that are indigenous to the region is just crimes against humanity at large. I mean, like that's that's not something that we can we can advocate for or stand or or apologize or like make any kind of apology for anymore. You know, the world knows better. It's been knowing better.
0: Yeah, so I think that like like what we should do, like what our goal could be would be to just like paint a picture of this network mm-hmm. that um, each episode like serial like we could be like serial, hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna paint a picture by reading articles out loud. So yeah, let's read a little bit about Byron Trot's background. How does that sound?
1: Yeah, we can Google him and see what he comes up in the news too. I want to see?
0: All right, BDT Capital Partners. Let's just see what if these are these websites useful at all.
1: Why do you hear so much about Hollywood marriages, but not like (coughs) these guys' marriages? I bet you they're not healthy. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just Uh, just assuming. I'm just assuming.
0: I think it's It's, a fair assumption. Uh, LinkedIn. Let's just have a look at their LinkedIn page real quick. Uh, 15 people from, oh, 15 people. So I, in my show LinkedIn page, where I said my name is Hernan Bucci, and I'm a PhD student at the University of Chicago. Hernan Bucci being the name of one of the Chilean Chicago boys. Uh, it says here, 15 people from my school work at BDT and company LLC. Gross. Cool. Yeah, this is the merchant bank. Oh, what do they say their company does on LinkedIn? Established in 2009, BDT Obama. and Company is a merchant bank that provides... Where did you see Obama? Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> 2009? Come on, that's when he got inaugurated. Oh, yeah. Well, this would have been one of the companies that could have received the massive quantitative easing. So Those that's... Are people
1: out of the university that Obama worked at? What? That's
0: a hard, that's a hard journalistic question that, that we could pursue. Yeah. Did BDT Capital receive quantitative easing funds from the federal reserve how much should they receive yeah and and actually we could like email them and ask for an interview and uh yeah let's bug them yeah but let's we gotta do our background research yeah, too we so we gotta and you're gonna watch them. us do it
1: yeah. so you guys see why we're doing
0: it okay established in 2009 bdt and company is the merchant bank that provides advice in long-term capital through its affiliated funds to help the family and founder led businesses pursue their strategic and financial objectives that's good for them nice for them okay but then all like this guy is in this political milieu that includes all the obama advisors and the media groups and people who would be like uh considered like lizard demons by the kind of Trumpist small business tyrants of the Midwest,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: so what does that say about about the the two party ideology?
1: I mean, I think that you know after the last decade, people are really, really in favor of just saying it's it doesn't work. it's meant to be broken.
0: yeah, well, to me, it's like the the two party pack, the two party ideology pack is like okay, we fund both parties and they both work for capital. Yeah. And that's our ideology. That's basically it. And his office manager, I guess it makes sense like to be the treasurer, it's kind of like office manager job. And then this kind of rando Republican who represents uh, filibuster Illinois is the the chair.
1: Bipartisanship.
2: Awful.
0: So this guy was Duffy who was the chair of the two-party ideology pack. Oh, he was a Board member of the National Federation of Independent Businesses. That sounds related to this, right? Independent businesses? What do they mean by that?
1: What is the word independent doing there? It's headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee. Donates to Republican candidates. Overwhelmingly endorses and donates to Republican candidates. That's so they're very just, independent
0: of them. I mean, the voter's self defense system. Vote smart. National. Oh, so this is their report. Okay. NFIB's mission is to promote and protect your right to own, operate, and grow your business. Hmm. Whoa, this is wild. Look, we they have all this historical data on them. Wow. Twenty. Wow. Different positions. Uh, Albert Gore Jr. Who's that? Is that? Is that Al Gore? Is that Al Gore? Albert, Gore. This is the... No, this can't... This... There's no way... This... Why would they not have a picture for him? Yeah,
1: no way. Well, I mean, I don't know. They'd be proud of this.
0: But... Is Albert Gore like an incredibly common name in Tennessee? Because that's where Al Gore is from too.
1: Okay, come on.
0: This has got to be the, uh, the actual Al Gore. No. Wow, this website's great. Look at this. They have all the interviews. Yeah, this is Al Gore. What? Al Gore explains why he's not running for president in 2004. This is the Al Gore. And his, in 1989, the National Federation of Independent Businesses, which donates exclusively to Republicans. Uh, what the fuck? What kind
1: of... <laughs> Look at what you just fell into. Look at what you just fell into. Big pilot. Wow. Be well, proud, be yeah, remember, though, Bill Clinton was the one successful... And he's
0: Bill Clinton's vice president. Right,
1: well, they, come, they probably come out of the same school of thought of the Democratic new leadership, which was a bunch of Ivy League boys basically saying the Democrats are becoming like the dirty union party and all the capitalists are going to be Republican. We need a capitalist gang within the democratic party to like, like take over stuff. Yeah. And that's where Bill Clinton comes out of his third way stuff. So it makes sense that Al Gore's also in there, you know, he was on the short list, I bet, but he didn't have, uh, um, bills like, you know, probably secrets that he had on the Reagan and Bush families and, uh, and his rapey powers. So maybe he did. Okay.
0: Oh. Well, we're getting into the more, uh, occult territory there with, yeah. uh, I think that Al Gore is clear, clearly some kind of MK ultra, uh, You know, controlled asset. Been a robot for like thirty years. Yeah, and that explains a lot, right? Yeah, he was
1: a he was a he was a what you call it um, hidden cheat code in NBA Jam. I mean, like, come on, like he didn't just get himself in there because he was cool or good at basketball. Like, something was going on.
0: That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah,
1: NBA Jam was a cool game.
0: All right, let's see who the NFIB and. Oh, is there a relationship with BD? Well, the relationship between BDT and the NFIB, mm-hmm. right now it's two hops. Oh,
1: hey, Byron D. Trot. Is that where BDT comes from?
0: Ha! Arrogant yeah. bastard. <laughs> that's cool. Well, the other one is called The Ryan Group and it's by Patrick Ryan, right? Ah. Very observant, though, yeah. You missed that's, the chance that's to call it. it Patty Cakes. Patty Cakes. <laughs> Patty's Cash. I don't know. It's- that would be cool if I was one of these. I mean, why not just go
1: full Batman villain if you're already going to live the life? Jeez. All right. Um, Bill Daley for mayor. Yeah, he was definitely the big bad in the last mayoral election, which is why people took their chances with Lightfoot. As it All right. A so case.
0: I am starting a dirtbag left Whoa. slash Midwest identitarian investment oh. bank. Oh my God. Okay. It's, and it's going to be called uh, Patty's Irish check cashing. Oh my God. And we're going to invest in podcasts and, uh, you know, try to manipulate elections just like Ooh. Byron D. trot Capital. Try walking away from those
1: tellers for a five-minute conversation. What do we got? Okay. Sorry. Okay. Mm. Okay.
0: Patty's Irish trick Cushing That's fun. Slash uh, liquor store. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. Um, so, okay. So, it's Byron Trot. Yeah. And then we're at uh, Patrick Ryan's two-part... No, it's it's Two-Party System, Inc. Pack. Yeah. Sure. This is Byron Trot donated $100,000. Trump mm, change for him. Awesome. And...
1: Penn and Griffin. That's why buddy.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, uh, I was just going to wait. I just wanted to complete the trifecta from BDT to yeah. National Sorry. Federation of Independent Businesses. Oh, yes. Keep going. So the chair of the national... Of the chair of uh, Two-Party System, Inc. Pack is... Uh, this republican dan duffy uh there's a there's a there's a bar slash bank actually around the corner from here and the bar is called duffy and the hmm. the bank is called like patty's bank uh, maybe it's just some kind of synchronicity I, i've got to stop going down that rabbit hole but anyway yeah. it started with uh Two-party system, Dan Duffy's the chair. National Federation of Independent Businesses endorsed Duffy for his race, and he was a board member of this. And this NFIB uh, endorsed Al Gore as the first candidate it ever endorsed in 1989. Whoa. So this is the the network of of capital. You Mm -hmm. know, this is what Lennon was talking about.
1: Yeah. And they produced the Obama presidency.
0: Yeah, David Axelrod Media Group. And uh, uh, what's his name? What- this
1: is who sat him down and said, we need you to take on Hillary Clinton because, oh, my God, she's not going to play nice with us and our little capitalist gang.
0: Forrest Claypool was was on the Obama uh, gravy train, right? That's how uh, 50 are schools, yeah so far as claypool shut down 50 schools between 2015 and for ron Manuel.
1: he was also the first one that um byron um uh what's his last name byron Trot, um donated for the 2010 chicago mayor the 2011 chicago mayor election and it was a big chunk of change it was a good chunk of change for a mayor election but it seems that same year um byron switched to ron Manuel. And uh but it seems like Claypool still got a job out of it as Ronnie Manuel's hatchet
0: man at CPS. So the majority of these school closures occurred during this period, right? Yep. So he is a hatchet man. Yep. I mean this is opening my cuz look this is down he lives in downstate Illinois. That's where he grew up in downstate Illinois in Vandalia, oh. Illinois Mm. that's where he was born and he grew up in St. Elmo, Illinois Mm. and that's Ozark country pretty much Mm. right? Yep
1: colonialism
0: 69 miles northeast of St. Louis like I'm talking about the show Ozark like that's like the the vibe in the town is the same okay so in the town where uh, Mr. Forrest Claypool spent his youth uh 0.09 percent of the population were latino or hispanic of any race and 0.07 percent were african-american 0.07 percent were asian 0.14 percent were pacific islander 0.34 percent were other and 90 is a 98 percent white town and then uh he brought got brought in to be the hatchet man to close down all the black schools.
1: Yeah, said it was for their own good.
0: God, I mean, how how are we going to, like, express this, like, Lovecraftian morass of, like, historic demons? Like, how are we going to communicate that to, to our fellow humans, you know?
1: Oh, well, you know, I don't think that this is the only group of evil plunderers in America is the other problem um, and I think that most people are caught up with the plunderers that you know are regional and uh, adjacent to them so I think just drawing the parallels between this clique that's very close to us here in Chicago and ones that are clicking in San Francisco in New York City, in Seattle Miami, and Texas and drawing those comparisons so that the local activists seen there could be um, geared towards uh, dismantling um, those kinds of networks, exposing them and disempowering them, um, I think is how we're able to do that here because we can keep doing this upward fight against them, which is what they expect. But we know that, you know, before there was Zoom, all these people were able to be on a Zoom call, you know together to take care to be on the same set plan for their respective regional, Uh, Fights of controlling and plundering from basically the masses of people that do the labor. Um, You know, I think that what we're doing now is exposing. And rather than think that in the exposure, we're going to come up with the solution to dismantle, what we need to do is understand how these networks get formed, work, and target. And then these are going to be mirrored across all of the major cities of America, major nodes of capital, and then and working a plan to dismantle them simultaneously, you'll actually threaten the process that they're, um, you know, taking up.
0: I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, I think it's like us talking about this uh, is not what the change is. The change is uh, maybe like just a proliferation of people analyzing these local deep politics mm-hmm. And then uh, forming groups, forming, uh, you know, joining activist groups, forming activist groups to strategize collectively about how to contain uh, these monsters who were marauding across history.
1: Yeah. I mean... um... I know we're very disenchanted with electoralism as a tool that's being used against us, but ultimately, like my thing is that electoralism is where these processes, these monsters, come to sell the public on the reality, and is there that's the opportunity to push back on now rather than do that head on, we let's change the ground from under them, get the public geared to be expecting this wave of disinformation and rather than them. Uh, react to that. Yeah. Emphasize their point of exposure of these entities that are pushing those narratives. Yeah, I
0: think that to me, you know, why did I I rejected electoralism at one point, and it was because that it's it, the electoralism that we were sold on was just the two party ideology, and they literally spell it out for you. They have a two party ideology pack that's like we should just switch off who's Republican and Democrat. And they just do what we tell them, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter at all who's in the office. No, I mean not to kind of reminds you of a public figure who's maybe uh, some kind of puppet of the capitalists, and not (laughs) you know totally all there when he's uh, very unfair, very unfair. Yeah, very uh, ageist. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There's something wrong with Joe Biden. It's not that I. uh, i'm not the one who is uh losing it ah it's him yeah that's that's pretty obvious that's true uh yeah that was pretty good i think we, we did a pretty good episode there uh, a little shorter than normal yeah
1: hopefully you know as you guys um come across these we want to keep these kind of like um bite-sized and enjoyable so that you know we learn together we conceptualize together and um yeah please stick with us you know uh,
0: so i think our our goal for next week should be to try to find out if bdt capital mm-hmm. uh got any money from the bailout whether from oh, yeah. quantitative i mean obviously they did but it would be kind of like a nice exercise to see yeah. if we could collect like, proof using yeah, Journalism draw whatever.
1: the lines between the pot of money and the and the people that got it into their hands. Definitely is gonna take a little bit more sophisticated Google Fu. So we'll prepare for that for you guys next week for
0: sure. Yeah, wait, hold on here. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Lisa, what Mattie. what is this? friends for fox oh kim fox oh no go up now oh. partners media canal
1: partners media. okay so, so this was canal partners media. okay
0: so hold on here uh canal partners media gave a hundred and eleven thousand to support independent maps which was the gerrymandering ballot initiative mm. let me see if their uh byron Trot has any relationship to them uh that's how, it, so Byron Trot gave uh, Byron Committee, oof. Is he on? They're, they're not on the two-party committee. They're, uh, mm. uh Byron Trot. Okay. So, so Canal Partners Media uh, okay. is, is only related through the Support Independent Maps, which was a gerrymandering committee. They gave 111,000. Can 000. you go, let's check out who John Madigan is? That's messing with me. Is he related John to... John Madigan, okay. Yeah. Sure. Is he it, related to Mikey Boy? Friends for Fritz, Northern Cook Republican Organization. That's checking. That's tracking. He's got five pages of donations. Yeah. And they're... Uh, it's all individual stuff, it looks like. Oh, he's gave 5000 to Lightfoot. Mm-hmm. Still tracking. Still oh, 2500 to Lightfoot for... Northern okay, Republican Madigan. Organization. What? It was a pack. Okay, so this guy's Lightfoot. And Roner, And then the McKenna. Citizens for Lisa Madigan. This guy's all over the place. Uh, Lisa Madigan would have been... The, oh, $50 to oh, Citizens 50 for Lisa Madigan. It might be... Wait, it says John T. Madigan. Okay. he's a And John then this w. is Madigan. John W. Madigan. Then there's John Madigan. Weird. John Madigan, politician. I guess he died. Oh. No, this must have been a different... John Madigan, Chicago. Longtime CBS fixture John Madigan. Oh, this might have been. Uh, this might have been the guy.
1: Okay, ninety four. Okay, maybe he's just.
0: So twenty twelve he died. Oh no, this guy a different John Madigan. Yeah. This kind of because he's making donations in twenty twenty one. Hm. So I don't know who this guy is. Weird. It's sort okay. of weird though. I mean, I'm. Yeah. We'll look into it next time. Oh, the Dover Corporation is giving money to uh, this gerrymandering thing. But okay, so why does Canal Partners Media want to give money to support independent maps? 22000 for Lisa Madigan? Yeah, that's
1: not a job change.
0: So Lisa Madigan was one of the pro-cop
1: people, right? She was the district attorney, so if she's tied to the criminal justice system, she'd be tied, she'd be a little bit more pro-cop than some, but I think that that's where, like, this one idea of a progressive um, prosecutor comes from, yeah. Lisa Madigan kind of always try to paint
0: herself as a progressive prosecutor. Oh, and that's what Kim Fox is supposed to be, too. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. This is one to look into, Canal a... Partners Media. Mm-hmm. They, they, I mean, they give a hundred thousand dollars every month to uh, Friends for Fox. Yeah,
1: that's sorry. I wanna like Ken Fox for because I don't want the CPD to be um, justified and they're in, their,
0: in uh, just arbitrarily arresting. Yeah, you know any uh, black person out in public. I, I think that's a positive change. Right. Can, yeah. So is canal's pretty shitty. But yeah, a hundred. Tony 000. for Chicago.
1: That's a lot of money to Tony for Chicago. What's Jesus. Tony for Chicago? That's Tony all Practical, about? bro.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I think that... Uh,
1: Preckwinkle for president? Oh, that's called kind of president. Okay, Jesus.
0: I think Preckwinkle was considered to be kind of the more progressive, less tied in with the cops candidate compared to... Uh,
1: Definitely anti. More of the FOP old guard hates Preckwinkle. And Fox.
0: So, J, do you know anything about J. C. Hoffman? No. All right, well, this is all something... Hoffman, we're um, going to have to look more into this yep, stuff. Maybe less. even prepare... a something to present to you all because mm-hmm. uh it's it's so information dense and how do you even explain mm-hmm. you know what who are the good guys who are the bad guys Forrest claypool right. is for sure a bad guy
1: yeah we've talked about um cabeza de vaca the governor of tamalipas bad Mexico. guy very bad yeah. guy but just like um i paint him as a product of the environment of like the the baptist texas colonial uh, which call it think tanks and then text and the narco kind of corrupt uh which call it uh, fossil fuel industry of mexico yeah you know like all of these chicago boys even claypool's like super white bread south, south Claypool of Claypool is ass.
0: the product of a 98 percent white town
1: yeah he's uh you know they're all products of their environment doing what they their environment has dictated them to do and but we're in a nexus in history in our world where everything we've been doing has. Break, has broken down our entire material reality at a planetary scale. So, revis- pausing and revisiting uh, what they're doing is all that I'm hoping here. Rather than paint them as these evil cabal of demons, which they probably are, you know, uh, rectify that they've also been programmed and raised to do exactly what they're doing. So, let's uh, make the public aware that that's what these creatures are meant to do. And um, maybe enough of the public suggest gives them suggestions that are palatable to them to change their behavior, so that we're not living in their um, the reality of their uh, manifested efforts.
0: Yeah, that's a, seems like a good place to wrap up. I'm yeah. with it. I love it. Uh, I I would just say um, stay woke. You know, keep looking at the interlock, the mm-hmm. interlock of the capitalist interests and and the the violence that's ubiquitous. And uh, stay woke. Yeah. We'll be out here. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.